Hey friends, um, on the heels of the last episode where I talk about Daniel and some of the things he's taught me, for some reason this came to mind. I think I've learned, um, I think I have a lot of good instincts in life. I also think I have a lot of bad instincts and so I'm very aware of the lessons I learn as I go and I try to sort of note them in my head and let them change me and who I am going forward. I, I always like the thing that, um, I don't know who said this or whatever, but it's like, there's no such thing as a good person. Like you're just, you're a culmination of the things that you do. So having this idea that like, I'm a good person, like actually means nothing. Like, yeah, you might believe you're a good person, but you're, whether or not you're good is determined by the things that you do. There is no concept of being a good person and doing a lot of bad things. That makes you a bad person. Um, so I've, you know, I, I try not to lean on like, I'm a good person, you know, but it's like, well, if you are a good person, if you want to be a good person, do good things and do the right things. So, which the, really the point there for me is that you can change. Yeah, I can always change. I don't, because it works both ways. I don't like have to think that, oh, I'm a bad person with bad instincts and bad whatever. Um, if I do good things, I'm not a bad person, you know, um, if I live my life as a, as a good person, well, then you're a good person. And so being a good person or not, I think is a fluid thing, which to me is actually good news because it means that I can, you know, err in some way. And then I can learn from that mistake and I can change going forward. And I was reminded of something that happened to me. This is one of those kind of big lessons that I learned along the way. My first real business endeavor um, before programming was wedding videography. And I I did, like I was getting pretty decent. And so there was this like kind of boutique, it's called Buffalo Indie Weddings. It's like a boutique um, wedding organization thing. They would have these conferences and events where they'd pull together all these vendors who weren't your traditional, um, I don't know, like everyday ordinary wedding vendors, they were like, you know, you'd have a reclaimed furniture wedding vendor and you could hire them to put all this like really cool vintage furniture for your pictures or something. And, um, you know, the photographers are much more, I don't know, hip and happening using mirrorless cameras and film and stuff like that. Like that's kind of the vibe. And so in the Buffalo area, I think I was, I stood out a little bit as more of like an indie, uh, you know, wedding videographer, whatever. So they, Somehow we worked out this deal where I would get, I don't remember the exact terms of the deal. I will, as I tell it to you, because I didn't think about this much beforehand, but there was this deal where it was like, okay, I'll do the video, a promo video for your conference. And, you know, I'll go around, I'll interview guests um, and I'll take, you know, just shots of the day and what's going on. I'll interview you guys so you can kind of hype it. I'll pull it all together. I'll put music to it. Um, some graphics, whatever. We'll make like a promo video for your thing. And I did that in exchange for being put inside their, uh, having a full page ad inside their indie magazine. And it was like a really high quality one. Like kind of like if you, what's that, um, development magazine that I actually donated all my copies of. So I can't just look over. Um, darn it. Ah, oh, there's like a, like a web magazine that's whatever so that just picture this is a kind of magazine that's not like a normal magazine it's like really boutique and crafty and um really great paper and 
whatever. I wanted to be in this magazine and the cost for it was like a thousand dollars or something or more at the time. That was a big deal for me. I was like, this is great. I'll barter my services to get inside this, to get in this magazine. And so I ended up putting, you know, my all into this thing and doing a lot and whatever. And then over the course of time of that arrangement, like I delivered the thing, but I, I wish I remembered because it'll actually determine how bad of a person I look like. But yeah, I don't remember the exact terms, but I know that in, since the time that I recorded that and like did that work to the time that it was like delivered and going to be utilized, I had improved a lot and I had become worth a lot more. And so it was like, I think I remember having, I remember sending an email that was like, okay, like I, you know, like sending the the stuff to be listed in that magazine. And then I think I expected more. Like, I think I just felt like my services, they were so happy with what I did, all this stuff. I think I just had some element of entitlement where I was like, well, like, you know, I mean, I, I put like so much into this and you guys got so much out of this and whatever. Like, I think, you know, you should, I, I should get like maybe an extra half page. I don't remember the details. Maybe it was from a half page to a full page or something. And I didn't think anything of it. And I wrote it up and I sent it. And then I got a call. And this call, I forget if there was an email first or a call second. The person who ran Buffalo Indie Weddings, I, I hope I'm not doxing anybody by like giving these names, but nobody cares about it. They probably don't even exist. This was like eight years ago or more, 10 years, I don't know, some amount of many years, probably 10 years ago. And so they, they called me up and basically like reamed me out, like in a bad way. And these were people that I was friendly with and I actually respected, um, but they were definitely a level ahead of me in terms of professionalism in a lot of ways. And granted, like, I think they handled it pretty poorly. There's no real reason to do that to someone, but, but they like, oh man, it caught me totally off guard and they lambasted me. And we're like, these are the terms of the agreement. Like we made an agreement. You don't get to just add on to that agreement and somehow insinuate that we owe you something because you delivered above the expectation or something, or you don't get to just feel like the arrangement wasn't fair. I probably insinuated that it wasn't fair um, in some way. Now you can imagine, like I, I wasn't a jerk. I probably, I, I definitely was like um, dumb. But I don't. I, got, I wasn't a jerk about it. But they were jerks about it, and they were like, "Oh man!" I mean, it, it was the kind of thing. I was like shocked. My mouth went dry, and I'm on this call, and then I'm trying to save face. I'm like, "Oh, I, I'm like so sorry. I really, you're right. I mean, I didn't mean whatever." So that was like one of those really impacting moments because you just get like shocked, and I was shocked, and I realized immediately the error of my ways. Now, like, I made a deal. And to just insinuate that that deal wasn't right after the fact is so not right. That's not being a professional. That's not a professional thing to do. And I learned that lesson and I really, it hit me hard. I wrote a follow-up email and whatever, but it was one of those things that I've had to do that we've talked about that I've done, had to do quite a bit because I've erred quite a bit in my life is like, you did something bad. You didn't realize it in the time because you were caught up in the moment or didn't have the experience to know. Now, what do you do? Well, you don't get defensive and get angry at the other person. You fix it going forward because there's no, the only way that you're not going to feel, you can't even look for 
um, to be absolved. We talked about this a lot. Like I like one of the lessons I've learned is like don't seek absolution. Don't look to be absolved. Are like you know nobody owes you absolution. You have to live with the pain of sucking and being bad. And the cure for it is to remember that I have another opportunity the next time this comes around. And going forward, I can decide right now that I'm never going to do this again. And that that is uh, a valuable lesson. And that I won't err in this way again. And this will have enough distance behind me that it will just be another, you know, mark on the totem or something. And that's what it was. And actually, uh, another instance came about that I was able to kind of put this into practice where I'd made an arrangement with somebody um, for a cut of something. And if anybody's getting any ideas about what it might be, it's not a public thing, you wouldn't know. Um, that somebody, like a friend of mine, gets a cut of of something. And and that person, like it, it all, you know, like we agreed for a cut, you know, forever. And then eventually, um, I don't know, there's just this part of me that was like, all right, this person's not really pulling the weight anymore and I'm doing work on this thing and like and then that that starts to build or that thing that's like wait a minute like hold up you know well the thing inside of me that like there's a small voice it's like all right like this person would agree right that like they don't deserve like we should change the arrangement now like you know or like I should get more or something like that but in reality it's like the deal is a deal so that's the lesson here the lesson that whatever I'm sharing because I share these things for fun and to help me reflect on them. A deal is a deal is a deal is a deal. When I made a deal, I made that deal. And I'm in it. And you have to abide by that. And you can't feel salty about it. Because, you know, if somebody's in violation of the deal, sure, you can feel salty about it. But if they're not in violation of the deal, and then your expectation changes, or you wish you would have said something differently, that's on you. You gotta live with that. And by you, I mean me. And that's been nice. Just to kind of release myself from that stress and and have something uh, kind of set in stone that just makes me a more professional better person and it prepares you for the next time you make a contract it's like well really make sure that you're okay with this deal for the entire terms of this deal because you're in it you're not getting out of it even if you want to um, because doing that is being bad so so that's that a lesson i learned that's uh that's what we're talking about so talk to you later